Preface of and Introduction to Life in a Thousand Worlds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Corrie Samuel. Life in a Thousand Worlds by William Shuler Harris. Preface Any person having a reasonable education, will admit that there are many planetary worlds besides the one on which we live. But whether or not they are inhabited is an open question with most people. We had been in doubt on this point for many years, but now we are settled in our conviction that human life exists in many different worlds of space. We can give no proof of this, except that we have just returned from the greatest journey we ever took. We went from world to world over long distances of space as easily as one could go from place to place on the surface of our earth. This was a journey of the soul, for surely flesh and bone could not have travelled such amazing distances. At times we were lost to this world, being entirely absorbed in the glimpses of other worlds that were flashing upon our view in happy succession. It can be seen without saying that this book contains no more than a fragment of the things we saw and heard, the fragment that is most easily understood by human creatures, born under the rules and regulations of this little dark world of ours. There are, in certain other worlds, such wide extremes of bodily formation and mental capacities that a picture of them in word or art would only be unbearable, and in some instances decidedly revolting, just because we are trained here to one set of standards, and chained to one surface of world conditions. It will be different in the after-death life to those who are wise enough to be pure and good in this world. To make the book as practical as possible, we have given a picture of some worlds where human life is inferior to ours, and of others where it is vastly superior, saying nothing of the millennial life which we found in far-off space. Comparisons are made throughout the book between the life, habits, and customs of other worlds and our own. In picturing the low life of certain worlds, we are led to see what a highly favoured and greatly civilised people we are, and in describing the human achievements of certain other worlds, we are led to see how short a distance we have travelled in the path of human glory and civilization. We have also endeavoured to set forth in this humble volume the common relation of all rational creatures of all worlds to one infinite Creator. We do not question the truth of this fact, and those who ask for proof must wait to find it. We hope that this book will be inspiring to every thoughtful mind who loves to learn more and more of the great system of intelligent life, of which the human creatures of this world form one link in the chain. If the reading of this volume should open to your mind numberless suggestions, and compel you to ask a host of questions, perhaps you will do as we have done, spend a long time in training your wings to be swift enough to take the journey yourself. If you will not do this, you must patiently wait until the clods of clay are shaken off, so that your free spirit may go out to live the life more vast in other worlds. 
we pray that the highest kind of good may result from the truths here advanced. If this shall be accomplished, we shall have our best reward for having given this book to the printing press. Truly yours, the author, December 1904. Introduction It may seem like great exaggeration to say that this is one of the most interesting and profitable books that has been placed upon the American book market for many years. It follows no old rut, it has found a new path, and the reader is permitted to walk in regions which he never saw, and of which he never read before. It is indeed a triumph of literary genius to give a picture of intelligent life in other worlds upon a scientific and philosophical basis. Other writers have attempted to give a description of conditions on the moon, Mars, or some other single planet, but no one has succeeded in picturing the mysteries of life in a number of star-worlds, with such a fascination as here is found. Some one may say that the book is only a work of imagination, but we challenge anyone to produce a book that gives more timely thrusts at the evils of our present-day life. By showing how the people of other worlds have fallen into their sad conditions, the author sounds a note of warning to the people of this world, and by giving a glimpse of the manner in which other worlds have reached their great triumphs, he gives to the people of our world a spur to loftier ideals, to greater inventions, and to a purer life. The publisher of this volume is proud to put upon the market a book of such high value and dignity. It is quite unusual for the subscription book market to see such a princely book come into its midst. Here we have ten dollars' worth of new ideas, packed into cream form, all for one dollar, and we positively assert that nothing like it can be found anywhere in literature. Great books have no companions. The illustrations are from the masterly hands of an artist of special merit for this class of work. He happily places himself into the midst of other worlds, in order to draw the beautiful pictures that illustrate and adorn this volume. The illustrations are well worth careful examination, and when studied in connection with the reading matter, they are seen in their greatest beauty and value. The Publishers End of Preface and Introduction <laughs>